0: This is a headgum podcast.
1: Hello and welcome to the complete guide to everything—a podcast about everything. I am one Tom,
0: and I'm Tim. Tim,
1: welcome to Halloween month.
0: Oh, Halloween, ha, 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 Halloween ha, ha. month! <laughs> I want spooky to suck your you. blood. Tom, it's the spooky season. Ch- it's a full moon. Chain me up. You're just doing famous monsters?
1: I'm turning into a werewolf. You got to chain me up.
0: Nice. What before
1: I do it. <sighs> Frankenstein? Frankenstein? Yeah. Yeah. Frankenstein Frankenstein. That's his name. <laughs> his full name. A lot of people don't know that.
0: Well, that's the that's the doctor's full name. Well, Dr. Frankenstein Frankenstein.
1: <laughs> no. His name was Dr. Frankenstein, but then he named his monster Frankenstein. So the monster name was Frankenstein Frankenstein. Like when I take right. my dog to the vet and my dog has the same last name as me uh, at the vet, even though I never told them that. And I didn't know that until I got, like, a prescription for her. And I thought, that's weird. She's the same last name as me. I thought somehow they had more information about my dog than I do. Like, that there's some kind of dog database.
0: That your dog came with a last name that you're unaware of, but the vet would know by examining her?
1: Well, she is chipped that, that, you know, they'd scan the chip and it would have all the relevant data. I don't know. But, like, stuff that maybe I'm not allowed to have because of uh, HIPAA, because of privacy laws.
0: That'd be a hell of a coincidence if your dog came with a last name and it was the same last name as yours.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's a somewhat common last name. It wouldn't be the craziest thing in the world.
0: Yeah, but I feel like it's like that uh famous uh that, that trope where it's like two people meet and they really hit it off and they start dating and then they realize like, What? You know how do you know this person? It's like that's my aunt. That's my aunt and then they find out they're they're related. They can't date anymore. Yeah, well,
1: Tim, not everybody knows all their tropes from uh Pornhub videos. Huh? Yeah. You know. The, the, no, inc- com- the, the incest porn from- comedies? No. What what's a famous it's- comedy that's from?
0: Uh 30 Rock.
1: I've never heard of it. Was that a porn- It's a
0: television program. I got very defensive. I was like 30 <laughs> Rock. <years. laughs> it's like I, I know. <laughs> uh,
1: how are you doing? Uh Tim to, as we record this, it's the first day of Halloween month.
0: Yeah. And um I'm I'm properly spooked. Tom, I think this Halloween month is scarier than all previous Halloween months that I've lived
1: through. (laughs) 100%. I've never been more worried about the fate of the world (laughs) than I am during this Halloween month.
0: And also, like, I don't know, it's scary to... We could go to a restaurant now, but that's scary. Yeah,
1: and not the good Um, kind of scary. Not like the kind of scary where you go to a restaurant and it's uh, maybe a theme restaurant and they might scare you.
0: Yeah, Jekyll and Hyde Club. I right. get I get scared there all the time, but delightfully scared. Right, or even
1: just going to a Six Flags and maybe eating outside, and you're not sure if maybe a chainsaw maniac's going to come up behind you while you're eating a hot dog.
0: Yeah, Tom, this year sucks.
1: Yeah, <laughs> what a hot take, Tim. I'm no, I never i have not heard anybody talk about it.
0: No, it, like. It, yeah, look, but it really I, does. We we all know that it sucks, and we all know. And look, hopefully, Halloween month here at the Complete Guide to Everything can 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 help turn, cheer some people up.
1: Oh, I was gonna say turn things around.
0: Oh, maybe. How so? How would that
1: work? Well, I'm still working on that cure, Tim. And uh, well,
0: all right. You've been saving it for a big reveal at the end of <laughs> Halloween. Month. This gonna be my
1: October surprise. <laughs>
0: Um, but like thinking about, we went to Six Flags Great Adventure for mm-hmm. their Fright Fest a couple years ago. Yeah. And now I'm just like, why didn't we do that every weekend, every <laughs> year?
1: <laughs> I mean, it was kind of a pain in the ass that it's a long drive and then it's very tiring being there. And it costs us a ton of money, even though we got free tickets.
0: Tom, wouldn't you love to be uh, tired from doing things?
1: That's true. And When's actually, the last time
0: you got tired from doing things,
1: and I forget that at any of these parks, uh, the cost of of doing something more than one day is 10% more. Like, oh, yeah, like You'd those by
0: season pass,
1: yeah. Well, season pass, and then even the, the flash passes that we're using to cut uh, all the suckers in line. It was like a hundred and fifty dollars for that day, but one hundred and seventy-five dollars for the whole season.
0: Yeah, one time I went to uh, to Universal Studios Hollywood. Yeah, this was two thousand three, maybe. Mm-hmm. It was like uh, you can buy, you can. Uh, get the discounted price today for seventy nine dollars, mm-hmm. or you can pay regular price today, which is eighty five dollars. And I was like, "Well, why would I pay the regular price?" And they were like, "Oh, because then you'd get a pass to come back for the rest of the year anytime <laughs> you wanted." Yeah, for six dollars more. Yeah, so but if, that.
1: But if you were uh, not going to, if you were flying home the next day, sure, save yourself the six
0: bucks. Yeah, guess what? I wasn't. I was there for a few months.
1: Yeah. No, the joke is on them.
0: Yeah, they got screwed. I went back a number of times. (laughs) I got drunk in their park.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, I guess that's why they want you to come back because then you're buying alcohol there and stuff.
0: Yeah, well, I don't think they really wanted you to buy alcohol there. (laughs) Well, not because they only sold alcohol in one place. Yeah, and they they really limited it. We had to really. you had to really pull some pull some strings to get the amount of alcohol that we wanted.
1: I remember I went to uh, uh, a California adventure in Disneyland in uh, mm-hmm. California. Did and you go on Soarin'? No, I didn't. I went on the Cars ride, though, and it was awesome. Um, well, you love the movies. I love cars. That's so,
0: true. <laughs> You love talking cars.
1: <laughs> no, I'm actually a little bit afraid of talking cars, to be honest with you. That part I had to close my eyes during. <laughs> the uh, uh, but there were a few places you could drink, but I don't think that many. And you kind of had to drink. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but I think you kind of had to like drink where you were. Like you couldn't bring a drink around. So I just remember drinking so much wine <laughs> at some wine place, and then just getting wine drunk and going on rides. It's great. It felt like a uh, like a fancy rich guy. Like when uh. Michael Jackson would buy out uh, uh, Disney World and just have it to himself. That was me.
0: Yeah, except there were other people there, and you were just drunk on (laughs) wine. That was probably $17 a glass. Yeah, and I had to wait like... That came out of a box from Costco. I had
1: to wait like two hours to get on that Cars ride, too.
0: Well, at least you were drunk in the line. I... You know what I think the most mature thing about me mm-hmm. um as a uh, as a man in his late thirties um is that I go to a theme park now and I realize I don't need to drink to have a good time maybe yeah. in other social situations, I absolutely <laughs> still need to drink to have a good time, but like this is one place like i i c- i can just let let all the Attractions uh, do the job of of entertaining. Of of,
1: uh, numbing you.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah, I don't need to like loosen up to go on a roller coaster. The roller coaster will loosen me up. Yeah. Uh, The fear of death.
0: I'm never afraid I'm going to die on a roller coaster. I'm I'm never. I'm never afraid it's going to go wrong.
1: I'm afraid every time. Sometimes it does go wrong, Tim. Uh do you have any spooky plans for this uh Halloween month, besides of course, this show?
0: Tom, I don't know if I made this clear. I don't do a goddamn thing ever.
1: I was gonna wear a, like a scary mask during this show to, to spook you, but uh I don't know. It's oh, our... I thought
0: you were wearing one.
1: What a handsome guy mask?
0: Uh Grotesquery, one mask.
1: of, of the store-bought handsome guy masks.
0: Um, uh, I'd like a mask of my own face.
1: That's what uh, nice. uh, what's his name? Walter White had. He's the guy. Bryan Cranston. Yeah, like he came out during a Comic Con wearing like an expensive. Incredibly realistic Walter White mask, and then took it off, and it was him. And
0: it's
1: no. you can watch that video online. It's kind of creepy because it's one of those masks that's like it, it was probably like a few hundred dollar mask. It was very good.
0: He can afford it. They probably gave it to him at a discount. Maybe. Um. Yeah, I'm not doing anything spooky. Um, I'd I'd like to. You know what? In years past, I think the my spooky activities have been decreasing yeah from from what from what they used to be Mm -hmm. um and now it's all i want it's all i want i think next year not hopefully next year i'm just gonna go nuts i'm gonna do all the things all the things i haven't done since i was like 23
1: like what egging houses yeah tp
0: toilet papering yeah, uh, murdering people on Halloween.
1: <laughs> wow. Starting starting some urban legends. Yeah. Going real in, scary. Going into the bathroom and saying Bloody Mary with the with the lights off. Wait, how many put times my... do you have to do it? Ten times? Three times. Three times.
0: Three. Wow. I think. I'm going to put my hand in some uh, uh, bowls of cold spaghetti.
1: <laughs> and some uh, peeled grapes and tell yourself yeah. that they're uh, gross things.
0: Yeah, what's going to happen with trick or treating this year?
1: Uh, I haven't. I know we discussed this. Yeah,
0: but like, I don't know. That's a bummer. I was considering getting a costume Mm -hmm. and just kind of wearing it uh, throughout (laughs) the house. Yeah, throughout the house. Like there are certain Zoom calls I'm on. Yeah. Uh, You know, just wear it. Yeah. Why not? Cool. Right. Yeah. Maybe Woody from Toy Story.
1: (laughs) Sure. Uh, I mean, that's should, that's should, yeah, like a cowboy costume. Yeah, that's comfortable. Then you're yeah, but
0: you're, but like specifically Woody from Toy Story. Yeah,
1: or you could you could get one of those uh, like knockoff costumes where it it will say like Toy Cowboy Tail.
0: Yeah, no, I think I'd 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 want oh, I'd you'd want, spring for the
1: officially license. Yeah, I'd huh? want
0: I want Sheriff Woody from from wow. the Toy Story films. Uh,
1: a regular Brian Cranston over here.
0: I got money to spend, and uh, I'm going to spend it on Halloween. You want to
1: support the Halloween
0: industry? Why not, Tom? I mean, they're, they're struggling just like everybody else.
1: Well, I don't know about that. The, you know, the the Spirit Halloween stores of the world have their pick of empty lots now and boarded up businesses that they can take over. Uh, and I did see uh, a few weeks ago a coming soon sign for a Spirit Halloween store, so they're not giving up. They're, they're not
0: giving up. I they, mean, they'd be fools to give up.
1: Yeah, but I mean, there's, they're opening up their stores. They might have to shut them right back down if uh, if New York's numbers keep going up. But uh, but they're optimistic, which is nice to see in a Halloween retailer.
0: Yeah, optimism. Little optimism goes a long way in October, let me tell you.
1: Yeah. Uh, I want to get some candy. I, we talked about that last week. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I, you know what? I'm going to buy a costume too.
0: Cool. It's settled.
1: You know what? I want to support the economy. I want to support the Halloween economy. You're going to be Buzz, Slinky Dog? No, I'm not going to be the same thing as you. or not a Mr. Couple. Potato Head? No, well, maybe Mr. Potato Head. That's a pretty yeah, fun costume. Yeah, he's got his
0: own, he's got his own wife. Mrs. Potato Head. <laughs>
1: he's got his own wife. <laughs> I insist on being a character who has a wife. So that there's no question.
0: Well, no, it would be no. You were you were concerned that if 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 I was Buzz and you were somebody, if I was Woody and you were somebody else from the from the Toy Story universe, that people would think we were a couple, right? But not if you were Mr. Potato Head. He's got his own. Right, Mr. Potato Head and Woody, Sheriff Woody, are not uh, an item. Tom. Yeah,
1: people. If people saw us trick or treating together. At first glance, they might say, oh, that's a cute couple's costume. They're dressed up in the same franchise. But then they would say, hey, wait a minute. Mr. Potato Head has a wife.
0: Yeah, Don but, Rickles and Estelle Harris go yeah, together. But
1: then they might think, oh, I guess uh, Mr. Potato Head's not faithful to his wife. And then next thing you know, I'm getting sued by the Potato Head estate for uh, yeah. defamation. The last thing I need with everything else going on. Tim, uh, this week we're talking about Halloween songs. One of my favorite genres of music, perhaps?
0: Now, that's a strange thing to say, because it's not a genre of music.
1: It should be. Who do I have to talk to?
0: It should be. Billboard magazine? Well, Billboard slash Rolling Stone now.
1: They're the same company?
0: Yeah, they merged.
1: Wow. Talk about a monopoly
0: yeah it's uh I, I I can cut my subscription down to one
1: <laughs> right from two <laughs> so uh yeah, what were you saying? Oh, it's not a genre of music uh yeah, well, maybe after this episode it will be
0: yeah uh, well, here's my thing like mm-hmm. all right Christmas music is a genre right is that the only holiday that has music? Like a a genre of music associated. Yeah,
1: pretty much. I mean, there's no uh, Fourth of July music. There's no Thanksgiving music. Hey,
0: what about? I'm proud to be in America. There's no
1: uh, Easter music. At
0: least I know I'm free. There,
1: there are. I can't even think of any Easter songs
0: um yeah you would non- think that non-religious easter bunny would have a like yeah yeah that's what i'm talking hop. about here's the easter bunny he's coming to town he's the easter bunny yeah right? the
1: easter bunny i think never really got
0: uh
1: enough effort behind it yeah you know because i think it, it's it's a bridge too far for a lot of parents to try and convince their kids that uh Yeah, there's a a man-sized rabbit that goes around and uh, leaves baskets with candy in them.
0: Yeah, that was something like it's like I understand why you let Santa Claus into my home. He brings me a bunch of stuff. (laughs) I mean, yeah, but
1: this other thing sounds like a monster.
0: Yeah, and it brings candy, but like, mom, dad, you know where to get candy, right? (laughs) You you could do this. I know you could easily afford the candy in my Easter basket. And you're telling me there's only one of
1: these man-sized bunnies out there? How has it not gone extinct by now? Is it a uh, endangered species?
0: Yeah. Did they say it was magic? Because, like, Santa yeah. is magic, right? Yeah, Santa's magic, but he's still a human being. Yeah. I can wrap my head around that.
1: Right. It's magic you can wrap your head around. Right. But, but the Easter bunny...
0: Yeah, it's like, well, well,
1: what happened? Was a curse put on a regular bunny? Was a curse put on a man? By Jesus? Was there some kind of an accident, some kind of a, a toxic waste spill, and that's what created the Easter Bunny? There's no backstory there.
0: Yeah, we do need an Easter Bunny origin story. The,
1: the Easter Bunny, does he have a- A f- gritty origin story. <laughs> does the Easter Bunny have a family? Does he have a wife and kids? Or a husband? What what's going on with him? Does he have Wait. parents? Or his parents still with us? Yeah,
0: I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the Easter Bunny. I don't think they they look. His kids don't really care about Easter.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, it's true. I would get like one little toy at Easter, so I was always yeah. excited for it. And my parents, I remember, always had to like temper my like, "This isn't Christmas, pal."
0: You know, yeah. relax.
1: And also, especially because I have a spring birthday, so a lot of times it's around oh, Easter. Oh, yeah,
0: sometimes it's like right up against yeah, Easter, Yeah, I think right? one time
1: it was Easter.
0: Oh, that sucks. I'm sorry. Yeah, it though. gave
1: me a Jesus complex. I thought, hmm, a little uh, uh, too convenient, huh?
0: That <laughs> when
1: the day Jesus
0: died and rose from the dead happened yeah. to be the day 2,000 years later. That you were born almost, kind of sometimes.
1: Yeah, sometimes. I remember also getting in trouble in one ca- time in uh, Catholicism class because I uh, don't worry. We're going to be talking about uh, satanic stuff soon for all you yeah. devil worshippers.
0: Look, the devil stuff is going to be that much sweeter after we're talking about God and Jesus. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I remember getting in trouble in Catholicism class because they were talking to us about Easter. And I was like, yo, what happened after that? Like, he came back. Everybody was like, oh, shit, he's back. Then what? And they're, Tom, like, they're like, and then he, he rose to heaven. I'm like, so he died again? I don't.
0: Tom, this is, this is all covered and it's well known in the Bible. Just because you didn't know when you well, were eight. I didn't know. And the person and teaching me in didn't the know either. In, in the in in the next thirty years, what that, happened that after? Has nothing to do with it. What happened
1: after? I don't. Do you don't get know revenge? On, a, on who? On the Pontius the Romans, Pilate? yeah, the the people who killed him.
0: I mean, I think so. I think we're still talking about him to this day. No,
1: but that's not revenge. I'm talking like John Wick style revenge. I don't think
0: that was really his bag, to be <laughs> honest.
1: Yeah, who knows? The guy died. Maybe you know things change. But what happened yeah. to his what happened to his
0: body after that? Tom.
1: Are you talking oh, the Shroud of Turin.
0: Yeah, you're you're asking questions that have very well known answers, but you're asking me an idiot. <laughs> and I don't not, know those
1: well known answers. I don't
0: know those answers, but I'm smart enough to know that there no, are answers. You, it's no, not I'm, like it's not like every every single person who who
1: I don't think theologians are thinking about this. I don't think people are asking these questions.
0: Man, you've really you've really uh blown this wide open. Yeah. They're... You're going to change a lot of minds here. If that's what you're trying to. <laughs> I don't understand what this is. I'm not out.
1: trying to change anybody's mind. I want to know what happened to him.
0: Okay, well, th- read the have you tried reading the Bible?
1: <sighs> Who's got the time? What I mean, page do I know where hard. to go to?
0: I know, I know, it's tough. Yeah, and well, ask it, somebody.
1: I, I've now asked two people. I asked my Catholicism teacher. I asked you. I don't know who else would know.
0: Yeah, I mean, I probably wasn't the best guy to go to on this. I'm, not, I'm admittedly pretty ignorant on the subject.
1: Yeah, well, but not ignorant enough to not tell me that I'm an idiot. That there is an answer.
0: Now, Tom, Mm -hmm. we're having this conversation, obviously, because the season finale of Halloween month is us going to hell. (laughs) Of Um, course. And so we just have to have these blasphemous conversations. That's what's going to
1: send us there.
0: Exactly. See, uh, you sound like
1: my Catholicism teacher. It's not blasphemous. I just want to know. I know,
0: but you're... You're just asking questions. I understand, Tom. Yeah. God. My own Anyway, the Monster (laughs) Mash.
1: Right. Probably the most famous Halloween song.
0: I would venture to say the only Halloween song.
1: Oh, I beg to differ. I've got, well, I would, yeah, probably. I would
0: say it's the only song in the Halloween music genre that, some opportunist, and <clears throat> Bobby Pickett, uh, put together and was like, "Hey, Halloween needs a song. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna do a, a bad Boris Karloff impression, mm-hmm. and and go to town on this. Yeah. All the monsters will be there.
1: Uh, Frankenstein, Dracula, the Mummy.
0: Yeah, that's a shitty song, Tom. I don't like the monster mash. How do you feel about the monster mash? Oh,
1: I disagree. I think it's a graveyard smash.
0: Yeah, the mon Well, okay. What I'm talking about is, man, is your building on fire? Are you no, okay? No, it's
1: just look. I got the window open, man. I'm trying, now, trying to enjoy the smells of the city.
0: Now, I'm talking about the song monster mash, mm-hmm. not the actual monster mash that they not the, the party song- that's being described, right? Working in the lab late one night, when my eyes beheld an eerie sight, for my monster from his slab began to rise, and suddenly, to my surprise, he did the mash. He did the monster mash, right? So it was uh, was a dance, I guess, like Uh the mashed potato. Yeah. Um, And then all these other monsters come. And this is uh, from
1: the point of view of a Dr. Frankenstein-esque character.
0: Yeah, I think it might actually be Dr. Frankenstein.
1: Well, but he doesn't say as much.
0: Well, I mean, between the beginning the lines. of every song, does a Tom York be like, hello, this is Tom York.
1: <laughs> a lot of my favorite Radiohead songs actually do start out with that. Well, actually, my favorite Radiohead songs start out with him saying, this is Radiohead. My favorite Tom York songs start out with him saying, this is Tom York. Yeah.
0: Um, the vampires came, ghouls came, Dracula, Igor.
1: All the public domain <laughs> characters were there.
0: I mean, no, I think these were all the universal monsters. Right, I mean, I, but, yeah.
1: th- but they are also public domain. He yeah. didn't license the universal monsters for this song.
0: Now, that song came out in 1962, Tom. Mm-hmm. And that was right at the beginning of rock and roll. Yeah. And this is my theory. <laughs> okay. Were adults so afraid of rock and roll because they thought it was all about monsters and it was spooky? <laughs>
1: because of this song you think that you think that there's a portion a substantial portion of the population that this was the first rock and roll song they heard and that's what led to people saying i don't know about this rock and roll
0: yeah it sounds scary it's it's gonna corrupt our kids and it's full of monsters
1: i don't think so they were upset about uh you know the rolling stones talking about spending a night together
0: this is pre Rolling Stones. This is this
1: is worse. <laughs> this is a party. I mean, this is worse.
0: This, this is, is a bunch of monsters freaking uh, th- doing whatever they want.
1: Yeah, I mean that is I'd I'd rather hear about premarital sex than uh, hear about a, a a party full of actual monsters.
0: So this guy Bobby Pickett. Yeah, what else would it, I know him from? He he made this novelty record. Because mm-hmm. he's like, oh, I got a good uh, Boris Karloff impression, mm-hmm. right? And then he names himself Bobby Boris Pickett, which is like, come on! And this is like the the fi- like this is this is you know the, the Universal Monster movies are still like getting made at this point when he's coming up, right? right.
1: Th- this would be like somebody <laughs> coming, coming out up with a the- novelty Marvel universe yeah. song.
0: And this is when he's coming up, uh, touring clubs with his band, uh, <laughs> trying to trying to get famous. Um, and that became a hit. And then he immediately came out with like a cash in album, mm-hmm. which is smart, but it's sixteen songs long. It's it, it's it's you know it's not it, it is thrown together, but uh, it's got songs like Blood Bank Blues, <laughs> Graveyard Shift. Scully Gully, Wolf Bane, Monster Minuet, Transylvania Twist, uh, Monster Motion, Monster Mash Party, um, Monster's Holiday, which was a Christmas song, kind of a crossover Mm -hmm. um, play there. All these songs, Tom, sound like the goddamn Monster (laughs) Mash. And the thing that is crazy to me is... He puts this out 60 years ago. Mm-hmm. We all know the Monster Mash. We've all heard the Monster Mash a million times to the point where around Halloween, we're like, enough of the Monster Mash.
1: Right. I have enough of the Monster Mash. I, I can't sleep. I'm so scared.
0: Yeah. They have 15 other songs they could be cycling through, and not one of them has been like, yeah, let's let's play this. Let, hey, let's, let's try the Transylvania Twist instead of the Monster Mash. I don't understand
1: how that happens. Because what uh, people don't want to hear monster songs they've never heard before. They want to hear the hits. They want to hear
0: uh, what what they're familiar with. But why? Why wouldn't these be hits? Why did we not? Maybe they. Why have... did we not hear Transylvania Twist when we were in third grade, Tom? Maybe you
1: did, and it just it wasn't catchy enough. It didn't stick with you.
0: Oh, I've no. It's catchy enough. How dare you? It's catchy <laughs> enough. It sounds just like the goddamn monster mash. You gotta remember, Tim.
1: This is back when uh, you know the only way to listen to music was through the radio or records. And what if somebody wanted to listen to a song like the Monster Mash over and over again, but they didn't want to have to keep getting up? Maybe they wanted to buy a whole album that just had Monster Mash sixteen times in a row, but changed a little
0: bit. Yeah, but why? Why? Why do we not? Why? Why are we not exposed to that?
1: I don't know. Maybe you can change that, Tim.
0: Yeah, start start
1: maybe I playing Transylvania Twist uh, every time you're at the jukebox.
0: Maybe what I'll do is uh, uh, release an album. Like, remember when Ryan Adams uh, covered all of <laughs> Taylor Swift's uh, uh, record? What was her record? 1986. Six, I think. Six? 87. Um, 88? 90. No, it was in the 80s. I think it was 1988 because it was depressing how young she was when it came 89. out. 89. 89. Even more depressing. Uh, yeah, and even more skeevy that that creepo was like, "I'm gonna cover every song and put those out." Do you remember when he did that? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm gonna do that with and that was Bobby before Boris we knew Pickett. He was a real creep. Yeah, well, Bobby Boris Pickett. I'm doing what Ryan Adams did for Taylor Swift for you. You're gonna and cover gonna...
1: every song, and then everybody's gonna you're gonna be exposed as a
0: creep. Well, except for the second part, I think. Well, we'll see. Who knows? Time will tell on that front.
1: <laughs> uh, Tim, I was going through some of my favorite monster, but some of my favorite Halloween songs, and mm-hmm. I've a ar- you know what? I've arranged a top ten, but I don't. They're not in any particular order, except for the number one song. You know what? Maybe yeah, the number one song for sure but uh but the other ones no particular order and we'll hear more about that after the break This week's episode is sponsored by PayPal. Our normal has changed and we're all finding new ways to connect and continue supporting one another. Uh, Sometimes that's, uh, you know, things like donating to a cause, a lot of great causes out there right now, uh, which, you know, we should all be donating to if we're able to. We've started social distancing when we spend time with our friends and explore local cuisine. We all know that. And we're doing more to support and advocate for underrepresented communities. So what we need more than ever is an easier way, an easy way to support each other from afar with the PayPal app, sending and receiving money is faster and easier Stay connected with the people you love quickly and securely. Send money to friends and family just about anywhere in the world. Start a money pool to split the bill, go in on a gift, or fundraise for a good cause. Support the places and causes you care about most. Make touch-free QR payments at your favorite local restaurants or farmer's markets and donate to a local nonprofit to support a cause from across the country. PayPal is making it easy to pay safely, quickly, and easily. Download the PayPal app today. Terms and conditions apply.
0: You want to feel better about what you eat, but sometimes it's hard to prepare healthy meals that also taste good. Tom, do you find that's hard?
1: Absolutely.
0: Yeah. Guess what? With Sakara, you can reach your health goals without sacrificing taste. What's Sakara? you ask? Tom what, asks.
1: What's Sakara?
0: Sakara is a nutrition company that focuses on overall wellness starting with what you eat. They send you organic, ready-to-eat meals that are made with powerful plant-based ingredients, and they are designed to boost your energy, improve your digestion, and get your skin glowing. Tom, I think you need all three of those things. I think you should look into Saqqara. And look, along with delicious meals, as I said earlier, Saqqara also has daily wellness essentials like supplements and herbal teas to support your nutrition to boost results Try the best-selling Metabolism Super Powder, an all-natural remedy for bloating, weight gain, and fatigue. And right now, right this second, Sakara is offering our listeners 20% off their first order when they go to sakaracom guide or enter code guide at checkout. That's Saqqara, S-A-Q-A-R-A dot guide to get 20% off your first order sakara.com dot com slash guide.
1: Tim uh as teased earlier, Tom's top ten Halloween songs. Okay. <laughs> nice. Yeah, a, okay. No, that's it. Yeah. You're doing great. <laughs> yeah. Um, all right. In no particular order until I say there's an order. Uh, Ray Parker Jr.'s Ghostbusters. Scene. That's
0: not a Halloween song. It's not. A, it's about fucking ghosts, you idiot. Yeah, guess what, asshole. It's an anti-ghost song. We're celebrating ghosts on Halloween. Yeah, but uh, you're right. <laughs> um, Imagine the biggest Christmas song is about murdering reindeer. Well, it's not about
1: murdering ghosts, Tim. I don't think these ghosts are happy to be out either. They want what? Yeah, they don't want to be out. Being tormented, having uh, unfinished business.
0: What do the ghosts? Where do the ghosts go after the Ghostbusters catch them in those things? They they're put, destroyed, right?
1: No, they're put in the uh, uh, I forget what it was called, the like containment unit. Which in the cartoon they did go like further into the lore, and that containment unit unit was like kind of another dimension. They were Cartoons just, not canon. They were just kind of like in the void, which you know is honestly uh, you know, a fate worse than death. Just being yeah. s- stuck so, in eternity in a void. But they're ghosts, it's what they deserve.
0: Well, you, you can you can't say then that the Ghostbusters theme is is celebrating ghosts.
1: It's not celebrating ghosts. You know what? I would say the Ghostbusters theme is what scares the ghosts at Halloween.
0: Uh, Maybe you got to keep them in line too. the
1: scariest song of them all.
0: Yeah,
1: Uh, I was looking into a little bit because like I remember hearing that it was uh, uh, that Ray Parker Jr. had been sued by Huey Lewis. Yeah. uh uh, Over uh, I want a new drug. Do you know eventually what happened with all that?
0: Um, I thought Huey Lewis won and nobody was allowed to say anything about it.
1: So they came to, uh, an agreement that, um, the, they, they can't, they did an out of court settlement, um, okay. because yeah, they said an out of court settlement and then, because late,
0: it was obviously lifted from, I want a new drug. Yeah.
1: Which I will talk about in a moment, but, um, uh, then years later, in a Huey Lewis behind the music, Huey Lewis talked about it, and apparently that violated the confidentiality clause. Uh, so Ray Parker Jr. sued again. Sued, you know, did like a counter yeah, suit, yeah. uh-huh. and then in an interview said, "I got a lot of money for that." For the countersuit, because he won the countersuit. But then he said he got a lot of money. So now we're just waiting for
0: Huey Lewis to go ahead and sue him. Why are Huey Lewis or Ray Parker Jr. doing interviews at all? (laughs) Just keep their mouth...
1: I mean, that was the agreement. Keep their mouth shut about about the Ghostbusters thing. But I didn't realize that the reason why was that... uh, they, when they were editing the movie, they used I Want a New Drug in, mm-hmm. in the edits. And then they gave Ray Parker Jr. like a videotape of the movie with that music. And they were like, we can't use this music. Write some new music. And he just wrote the same song again.
0: I mean, I did that one time. Friends of ours made a commercial. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, this was back in my musician days, Tom. Yeah and uh they gave me a cut of the commercial with the music that they couldn't afford. Yeah. And I they were like make a sound alike and I mm-hmm. did. And I made uh $4,000. And well, all I did was like slightly change uh, a song that already existed. Well, um,
1: now maybe you're going to get sued. Now we that don't you've talked about We don't know what we
0: don't know what commercial. It was a pretty cool commercial, Tom.
1: <laughs> and a pretty good song. Uh, but I, I think that was the problem. He did a sound alike that was too alike.
0: Yeah, exactly. you got to
1: change it a little bit more than that. So that's well, Ray Parker Jr., we salute you. Um, uh, the next one, Thriller by Michael Jackson.
0: We're uh, not allowed to. You're not allowed to. Sorry, Tom, I refuse to comment on this song.
1: <laughs> the next one. This one I don't hear enough about. Uh Somebody's Watching Me by Rockwell.
0: Well, th- we're not allowed to talk about that either. Why not? Because of Michael Jackson <laughs> again. <laughs> Who sings the hook? Who sings Michael the hook? Michael Jackson only? sings
1: the hook. But I didn't know Rockwell, his real name is Kennedy William Gordy. Guess yeah, who's son Gordy's, he is? Yeah. He's Barry Gordy's son. Um but he said that- Barry uh,
0: Gordy is the founder of Motown Records. Yes. When his son wanted to have a music career and clearly um, didn't really have the chops, Barry Gordy was like, well, I got this guy on my label, Michael Jackson. I'll just force him to sing the hook in your single. Um, no. And then he got a uh, hit song out of it. Tim, according
1: to uh, Kennedy Gordy, uh, Motown came up with the name Rockwell- And the young Gordy agreed to change to the change because he believed he rocked well. And according to him, he he did the whole like uh, submitting, you know, not telling anyone he was Barry Gordy's son. But I'm thinking like, yeah, but probably everybody at the Motown Records office like saw you growing up. And then when you were like 22, you showed up one day wearing a fake mustache, like,
0: I'd like to submit my song. And The Hook is sung by the biggest star in the well, world I don't, right now. I think he was
1: signed to Motown before. Like, that wasn't the song that got him signed to Motown. It was once he was signed to Motown, then they were like, okay, you can. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll get uh, uh Michael Jackson to sing the hook. Jermaine Jackson also performs on that song. Wow. Uh his... Um,
0: do you know that um L M F A O the band?
1: Yes, they're related to him.
0: Uh there's uh one of his sons and one of his grandsons.
1: Yep, and that which a...
0: is like uh and they're roughly the same age, and that's the way it happens with like Old rich people. <laughs> yeah. Sometimes they have a they they have a kid that's the same age as their grandson because like they marry a new lady that's forty five years their senior and uh, <laughs> they they're junior and uh, have have a baby. Well, yeah, I mean that's you know the the Rockwell had uh,
1: had this hit in nineteen eighty four, and he is the half brother and uh, half uncle, I guess, of uh, of LMA, Sky you know. Blue. Yeah. Sky
0: Blue is 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 the nephew and uh Red Foo is is the uncle.
1: Yes. Um his uh according to Wikipedia his follow-up singles underperformed with the song Obscene Phone Caller being Rockwell's only other f- top 40 hit.
0: <laughs> I mean I, Obscene Phone Calls were a big thing in the
1: 80s. <laughs> they weren't a big thing people wanted to hear music about though. I mean, the charts tell us differently, Tom. That, that's true. I listened to a little of the song and it was pretty bad. So, uh, Or at least it, it wasn't bad. It just didn't really have a hook to it.
0: Now, Tom, I don't know if we can say that Somebody's Watching Me is in the Halloween genre. It's, it's a, a song about spooky paranoia. Song. Yeah. No, because it goes like, like if something in a minor key I that sounds like the Halloween like soundtrack. Somebody's Watching Me.
1: That's how I feel when I'm in the woods alone at night.
0: Yeah, but that's also how I feel because I have the Truman Show syndrome. <laughs> I feel that way all the time.
1: The Truman Show sch- syndrome is schizophrenia, Tim. And you should really see a doctor. That's uh, next on your list. Next on my list, this song, uh, this song got done dirty. And look, these aren't sure, these are spooky songs, Tim. These aren't necessarily Halloween songs. We'll get well, to the Halloween songs after.
0: What is the goddamn topic? Because this week? according to you,
1: a Halloween song has to have the, hol- the the word Halloween in it or some dumb shit.
0: How how do you how do you define a Halloween song? A
1: spooky song. A spooky but, song how- that if you heard at a Halloween party, you'd be like, Yeah, it gets you in the in the mood. Dude, if I heard... Walking in a Winter Wonderland isn't about Christmas, but it's considered a Christmas song.
0: All right, all right, fair enough.
1: <laughs> I won you Is over
0: paranoia with paranoia the kind of spooky that you're looking for, though? Yeah, all
1: kinds of spooky. All okay.
0: right.
1: Um, this song got done dirty by Saturday Night Live. Don't Fear the Reaper by Blue Oyster Cult. Yeah. Because now it's just the more cowbell song. And it's a decent song, and it's about the Grim Reaper himself. Can you get scarier than that? And they're telling you, don't be afraid of him." Yeah, good luck. Easy for you to say, Blue Oyster Cult.
0: Well, yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're just not afraid of death, I guess? They're saying, yeah, don't be afraid of them. Live your
1: life. You can't be looking over your shoulder, uh, worried about the Grim Reaper every day.
0: Man, I didn't know the lyrics to this uh, this song.
1: Would you like to share some of them? Are they sending
0: chills down your spine? Uh, Romeo and Juliet are together in eternity. Mm-hmm. 40,000 men and women every day, like Romeo and Juliet, 40,000 men and women every day redefine happiness another 40,000 coming every day we can be like they are come on baby don't fear the reaper
1: yeah talk about spooky
0: yeah so is this about convincing somebody to take Commit- their life along with you
1: i think it's probably about like let's let's just let's r- let loose Let's not be afraid of death. <laughs> I
0: don't. I don't know. I'm not getting that vibe. Let's let loose. I think it's also like, I like how there's like distorted guitars and stuff, and I like how they're the in the verses. Mm-hmm. Uh, they sing so quietly. Yeah, I like that vibe.
1: Exactly, and it's like low key spooky, but like the kind of spooky that makes you feel like you're in on being spooky. Like you're in on it. You're also spooky by liking the song
0: yeah exactly
1: you're scaring all the all you're the,
0: role-playing uh the uh, 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 spooky fella you're you're scaring all the
1: normies at the at the party when you're when you're saying they're just bobbing your head along with it like yeah this song's pretty good and then people are like this guy's not afraid of the grim reaper himself can anything be scarier than that yeah oh i forgot to mention too that uh uh rockwell has not uh, had the best of times lately he sounds like a real piece of shit uh what
0: happened to rockwell he was
1: arrested for uh like domestic violence uh well not even domestic violence just allegedly beating a female associate with a chair guess where this happened of all places motown no the magic castle what (laughs) yeah in la
0: Oh man.
1: Yeah, she approached him and demanded payment. I don't know for... wh- I don't know what the payment was for, it didn't say. Uh but then he beat her with a chair and I guess none of these cowardly magicians stepped in to uh,
0: Enough. Enough. <laughs> you don't know what the situation was, Tom.
1: <laughs> stepped in to make him disappear, turn him into a rabbit or something to get him to stop. Yeah. Uh uh my next song i feel
0: like there's a lot more going on at the magic castle than meets the eye
1: oh i would hope there would be because i mean not this kind of stuff but no like, but
0: i mean like demanding payment i th- you know like uh for what mm, it could yeah. be any number of things
1: yeah a lot of, a lot of things go on at the magic castle or maybe
0: it was maybe rockwell was trying to be uh was was trying to reinvent himself magician career maybe his uncle was the owner of the magic castle and he went in with a mustache and was like hello i'm sockwell (laughs) uh, the magician so you're saying
1: barry gordy's brother owns magic castle you think yeah maybe holy cow can you imagine if it was like yeah i've cornered i have motown records i've cornered uh uh like r&b music and then i've cornered magic what a family that would be
0: yeah, it would be, but I'm I'm postulating that maybe Rockwell was had had a had an, an audience participant come up and say like, "Oh, would you be able to lend me a twenty dollar bill?" Yeah, and then he did some magic with that, oh, and I they see. never got it back. And then she came up to him after the the fact, and he beat her with like, a chair. Where's my twenty dollars? You made it disappear in a in a in a puff of smoke, hmm. and then he said, "Here's your twenty dollars." <laughs> When did this happen? Uh, uh,
1: almost. Uh, next month it will be two years ago.
0: Oh wow! Yeah, so pretty recent. Yeah, yeah, that sucks.
1: Oh, you're saying if it happened like ten years ago, it would be fine.
0: No, I mean, yeah, I only I only think things are bad if it's within the statute of limitations. (laughs) Yes, recent.
1: Uh, Tim, my next song, speaking of, well, to go back to Don't Fear the Reaper uh, by Blue Acer Cult, another song that will make you feel like a dangerous man listening to it, Dragula by Rob Zombie.
0: I I I like that song.
1: Yeah, it's a good song.
0: Ooh, yeah.
1: ooh let the witches bone. let the witches bone. By Bob Zombie. Can I Zombie. ask you a
0: question? Sure. Are all... Rob zombie slash white zombie songs. Mm-hmm. Technically Halloween songs?
1: I I would say so.
0: There's they're a spooky group.
1: Yeah, they sure are. And they wouldn't be offended at you saying that.
0: No, I think they, they would be honored.
1: Yeah, they say, Oh th- thank you, sir. We uh you know, we really try our best. We put a lot into it, and uh, you know, it's just nice to hear from a fan.
0: Have you seen any of these Bob Zombie movies?
1: Uh, I think I saw what the House of something or other.
0: Yeah, I saw the sequel to that. Yeah, which was something else. It was uh, we have a, we have a friend that's really into those Bob Zombie movies. <laughs> yeah, I mean they're just
1: like extremely over the top gory.
0: Yeah, but I
1: but I think in a fairly fun way in a like. Like just buckets of blood, not necessarily like uh, close-ups. On eh, maybe there are some close-ups. Who knows?
0: Yeah, no, the Devil's Rejects was the that's one that I maybe saw. the one I'm thinking of. Oh,
1: that was a an effed up movie. Now that I think about it, I didn't like that. Yeah, I, mean, I didn't like it either. It 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 did what it needed to. Like, it accomplished its its goal. It
0: did what it needed to do, but did it need to do anything? <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Where I was just like, wow, that made me feel the way it set out to make me feel, and I don't like that.
0: Yeah. Um, eh, good man, nonetheless. Uh, next on my
1: list, uh, maybe another controversial pick, but I'm putting it in here, Tim, as a spooky song. Buster Rhymes, give me some more. <laughs>
0: Why, because it samples uh, the, the Psycho. song from Psycho?
1: Yeah. All right. And in the beginning, the kid's trick-or-treating, isn't he?
0: In the music video? In the video? I don't I don't remember that part. I think he's trick-or-treating. I just remember the fisheye lens. Yeah. Is it Hype Williams?
1: I'm sure it was, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I watched that somewhat recently. I mean, I'm saying maybe like a few years ago. And uh boy, it still holds up. What a banger that, that music video and song is.
0: Everything from Buster Rhymes in that era. Uh yeah, I it was it might be nostalgia. Uh, that that
1: same night I was watching that, I watched uh Got You All in Check. And uh also yeah. just a phenomenal uh tour de force.
0: Yeah. It's a weird
1: rhymes. It's a weird nostalgia because it's like I don't know, I feel like those songs don't get played a lot anymore at least like where I'm listening to music.
0: Yeah, but you know you're not you're not I mean, you're mostly hanging out at monster mashes.
1: <laughs> Unfortunately, that's the only group left that will associate with me. Um my next song. I put a spell on you by screaming Jay Hawkins. Dun, dun, dun,
0: dun, 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 dun. He's screaming. Um, I guess it's kind of about like witchcraft and stuff. Yeah, and that's he's what putting a saying. spell on somebody.
1: He's putting a spell on the listener.
0: Yeah. He's he's uh he he earned his name, let me tell you. Yeah. Screaming screaming Jay Hawkins, huh? Mm-hmm. Screaming his 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 freaking throat out on that song,
1: sure was. Uh, next one. Now this one you are not going to be able to deny is a Halloween song, Tim. The Halloween theme song by John Carpenter. Tim, have you ever seen the movie Halloween? It stinks. No, I love that movie. I I find that movie very
0: scary. I like uh uh I like it. I'm sorry for saying it stinks. I just feel like. It looks like what what is that what is that uh other low budget movie that everybody ridicules the Evil Dead? No. No, like not a classic, the opposite. Where the oh. guy comes out and goes Garbage Day and then shoots the other guy. Oh, <laughs> I don't know. Do you know that that like viral clip? I-
1: I vaguely remember that it's like a horror movie or something.
0: Yeah, Silent Night, Deadly Night Part Two.
1: <laughs> okay, yeah, I wouldn't have guessed that.
0: Um, but it just... So
1: you think Halloween's too cheesy?
0: I think it lo- like I think the writing is like, Hi, Beth. I can't hang out with you after school today because I'm going to babysit for a, a family over here. And like the the yeah. the. It feels like the script is so stilted, like mm-hmm. people don't talk that way. Um but at the same time I understand it's it's the Big Star thing. You listen to Big Star and everybody was uh every good band was 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 inspired by Big Star and then you're like, yeah, they sound like an all right band, I guess. But yeah. like without them, they wouldn't have gotten power pop off the ground. Right.
1: Uh, I agree. I, I can get where you're coming from with that, but I also think Halloween is is like a genuinely scary movie.
0: I just feel like I was expecting the boom mic to to, to come into the top of the frame. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, most it's definitely low
1: budget, yeah. but, uh, but I thought it was scary. S- sorry. S- hey, sorry, not sorry.
0: You know what? I think I went in with, expectations that were too high maybe i just watched bob zombie movie and i was very uh, impressed yeah
1: you were just expecting some real sick shit going on yeah
0: um but i will say um the theme to mm-hmm. that that film jeepers creepers that you're right that that song john carpenter yeah. did the music for that movie
1: yeah, yeah. He, he does, he does music the music for all his
0: movies or most of them.
1: I think so. It, maybe not all of them, but certainly, certainly, like the most iconic ones he's done. Maybe he does the music for all of them. I, I, I'm not 100% sure on that. But, but he's certainly done a lot of very iconic music for his movies. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, I love when a filmmaker also does the music for their film. Uh, like, I really can't think well, A, I can't think of any off the top of my head, but B, uh, I, just, I can't think does,
0: of... Does Bob Zombie? Uh,
1: probably. I would hope. He might collaborate, though. Yeah.
0: I know that The Devil's Rejects ended with uh, Freebird, yeah. and I know he didn't write that. That Freebird isn't <laughs> on your list just because it's in that movie, is it? No, it's not on my list. Um
1: yeah, I mean, I can't think of anybody that does a filmmaker. Like I said, I can't think of any, but I, but I think there aren't any filmmakers that do their own music and then it's like, oh, this music sucks,
0: right? Yeah, we'll we'll figure it out. We'll we'll get to the bottom of this.
1: Tim, my
0: number one Halloween. Wait, song you went through just, ten
1: already? Yeah, I think so. Somewhere around there. <laughs> My number one Halloween theme song. Halloween song, the spookiest song that exists as far as I'm concerned. Tim, the song is the theme song, The Unsolved Mysteries. Ooh. That's the scariest song.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. The the original (laughs) Unsolved Mysteries.
1: Yes, of course. Yeah.
0: Now, do you think that is the case in a vacuum, or did you need to be seven years old <laughs> watching this show, just scared out not, of your
1: mind? Yeah, because was that you about, can't. Sunday you don't, nights don't. Yeah,
0: when it was like,
1: yeah, and you don't understand that this isn't just like the Sunday night episode of the news <laughs> that they <laughs> call unsolved mysteries that. It's not necessarily... Well, I mean, I guess like all the murders and missing person cases, I'm thinking of like, you know, when they occasionally do UFOs and, and paranormal yeah. stuff.
0: I uh, mean, everything on Unsolved Mysteries was spooky. Yeah.
1: So I have spent the past two nights watching... Uh, I should give them credit. Uh, I'll find it when you're talking later. But it's a YouTube channel that is just... um uh Jordan Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> no, it is just oh it's the behavior panel. Uh and that and that's what? that's their YouTube channel. It's like a bunch of um uh like lie lie detector people. Uh people that are uh can detect lies.
0: Is this freaking uh like Scott Adams stuff no, like n- persuasion that, stuff? No,
1: it, I mean I think one or two of the guys might be those types of people. But but like
0: is this a pickup artist? Situation? No no. no.
1: <laughs> but a couple of the people are like have like military backgrounds, like interrogators and stuff. And okay. it's a fascinating channel because they just break down. I I learned about them from uh, they broke down the um, uh, Prince Andrew interview. Uh, about okay. Jeffrey Epstein and like, so they'll they'll play like a minute long clip and then they'll go around and talk about the body language, and and all of that and whether somebody's being truthful or deceitful. Right. And they did a uh, one about uh Bob Lazar when he was on the Joe Rogan show. Who and who's who's that? Bob Lazar is a guy who's been around for like oh, forty years almost at this point. Who's claimed claim is that he worked at area 51 on UFOs and they, they were, they were like, look, I want to believe this guy, but this guy's lying. He's a very good storyteller. This is fascinating the way he tells his story, but he's lying. But then they did an episode on the newest unsolved mysteries with an interview with an old woman who had like a close encounter. And they were like, Look, I don't know what happened, but this woman's telling the truth. She's 100% telling the truth about her experience. Um, so that, that's that been the past two nights of my week, just watching like hour-long videos of these guys dissecting different uh, UFO encounters and, and pointing out who's lying and who's telling the truth. Well... And they tell you what they're looking at, and like as they're telling, well,
0: you can't do that because then then you would know what to what to do. They said lying.
1: that at one point. they're like, they're like, I hope Bob Lazar doesn't watch this video because we're like pointing out all the tells that he's lying here, and he's gonna if he watched this, like, and they went through the years, like going back and like showed how he evolved mm-hmm. as a liar. And how much better he got, so that they were legitimately like, "Oh, if he watches this, like he'll he won't do these mistakes again." He's a very good liar. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's been my week. Uh, Unsolved mysteries,
0: great, and that's your number one Halloween, Halloween song, song, the
1: Unsolved Mysteries theme song. You play that from your house. No trick or treaters are going to be brave enough to to come up to your door. All right, you can have all the candy for yourself.
0: Um, th- I mean, judging, like, you don't have Werewolves of London on your list?
1: Nah. It's a good song. Don't get me wrong. But it didn't make the top I'm, ten. I'm
0: a Warren Zevon head, Tom. Uh, and I'm one of those guys that's like, pissed that he got like pigeonholed into like oh you think this is a he's just like a novelty songwriter yeah he, like it's a people think werewolves of london is a is a novelty song. yeah it's not it's not well that's why yeah. i wouldn't include
1: it in my halloween songs tim
0: you just want me Th- to? i appreciate that tom <laughs> uh no i as a warren Zevon head i appreciate well
1: that. let me talk about two songs real quick that i saw on some of these lists when i was looking around that Uh, I'm glad they didn't get pigeonholed the same way. And they're both great songs. Two of my favorite songs from these particular artists, I would say. Um, And they're about scary things, but they're not scary songs. Uh, The first one, Superstition by Stevie Wonder.
0: All right. Yeah, that's not... eh. It's about being superstitious, yeah, but that's not super, that's not really Halloween or spooky. You can be superstitious and just be like, have OCD. Yeah, but
1: he's like talking about black cats and stuff, right?
0: Mm, kind of, yeah. It
1: was on a bunch of these lists I looked at, and I was I like, know, that's- I know, because
0: there's no, there's no good Halloween <laughs> uh, I, I, I agree.
1: Well, I'll, yeah, I'll get to that in a sec. Um, And then uh, Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones.
0: Right, great okay.
1: song told from the point of view of the devil, but not a scary song. No, um, and that so then there were a bunch of songs. I'll I'll run through these quick that I saw on these lists. Demons by Imagine Dragons, nothing scary about this song. I listened to it. It's one of those shitty songs you hear on the radio all the time.
0: It's not. Does sc- it Does it have like no? It's not it? even
1: scary sounding. It just has the word yeah. demons. Uh, okay. Radiohead
0: creep. It's just
1: about what? a creep.
0: Radiohead has a million uh, spookier songs than Yeah. Uh,
1: Talking Heads, Psycho Killer. No. That's not a scary song. It's about a psycho killer. Who cares? Uh, I mean, a psycho killer is scary. No? <laughs> uh, Zombie by the Cranberries. It's not about fucking zombies.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, most of the songs on your list aren't what you think they're about. Yeah, but, but they're at least on.
1: scary sounding. Uh, and time warp from Rocky Horror Picture Show.
0: Rocky Horror Picture Show is a strange case because, like, that is I've like we all had VH1 growing up. They <laughs> they were showing Rocky Horror Picture all the time. Yeah, I don't think I've ever seen it front to back. Right. Um, but it's 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 a goofy movie, but it's 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 meant to be a goofy spooky movie. Mm-hmm. It, much in the vein of kind of monster mash, I would think. Yeah, but I'm um, just talking about taking in a vacuum. It. But you're not taking any of these in a vacuum.
1: I'm taking them in.
0: You're there's there's context right. It's Ghostbusters.
1: It's about busting ghosts. For God's sake, it's right there in the in the word ghost is in the title.
0: Yeah, but. Uh, the word "zombie" is in the title of the cranberry song. Yeah,
1: but then it's not really about zombies. What's it about? It's about the troubles, Tim.
0: Yeah, it is about the troubles. <laughs> um, would you think? Uh, would you, what do you think about? Uh, this is related to Rocky Horror Picture. What do you think about uh, Meatloaf's debut album, "Bad Out of Hell"? There's some spooky stuff on there. Yeah,
1: that. I, yeah, I could go. I could go for that.
0: You dance with the devil in the pale blue night. Do you know that part? Yeah. The pale moonlight? Yeah. Pale moonlight. Right. What about uh bad Out of Hell Two? <laughs> Back into Hell.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's a great title.
0: Yeah. I think he did a third one too. No, he didn't. <laughs> Bat Out of Hell three. Back out of hell. Still hellin'. <laughs>
1: Uh, I, you know what? I forgot though. I said the number one Halloween song was the un unsolved mysteries theme song. It is a close number two to dance macabre.
0: Yeah. Ooh. That's I the mean, number one that's Halloween on song. bones. Skeletons are playing that on bones.
1: You can't get spookier than that folks. no, If you like the show, you can find out more at tcgte.com. You can follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash complete guide. Follow us on Twitter at complete guide. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Tom Reynolds. Follow me at your pal, Tim. And if you want to support the show, check out our sponsors. Also check out patreon.com slash complete guide for our Patreon, including books of podcasts. Tell you what, it's Halloween month on books of podcasts too, because I'm reading uh, Sweet Valley High Camp Killer this week. Uh, that episode's out now if you're listening to this. Uh, talk about Spooky, a camp killer, a mountain man coming from the mountains, maybe killing some teens at a camp. Wonder where they got that idea from. Uh, patreon.com from slash you? Complete Guide. No, not from me. From the Jason movies, Friday the 13th. Oh, right,
0: right, right. right. Patreon.com I've never seen those films. slash
1: Complete Guide. You can get uh, the newest episode and all the back episodes, too. Check it out.
0: Look, if you made it this far, hang on tight. <laughs> Halloween month 2020. It's going to be a fucking wild ride.
1: Yeah, you're going to be you're going to be so scared to shit yourself every you're episode.
0: S- so sh- scared, you're going to piss yourself and shit yourself.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's not that much worse than what I said. It's wetter. That's true. Yeah. I was I was thinking it's not that bad like cuz once you've shit yourself it's like well that's as bad as it can get but yeah if you piss yourself then it's also that's another a different well, type of mess
0: Here's the thing you shit yourself you 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 mess up your underpants you piss <laughs> yourself you got to change you you're messing up your pants too
1: Yeah you can mess up your pants when you shit yourself too
0: Yeah but not if you get, uh, eat enough fiber What You have enough fiber so it's not all liquidy <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, it must be nice.
0: Yeah, yeah. I, 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 my fiber intake is. God, Tim,
1: talk incredible. about a humble brag. <laughs> just had it's not even. Get that one in on me at the end of the episode,
0: Tom. I will go. I will go head to head to you on fiber intake any day of the week.
1: Do you take a uh, Metamucil?
0: No, I just, eat, I, I get it all naturally. Eat what, beans. through paper. Yeah, paper, wood, beans. <laughs> All the same things.
1: <laughs> All right, we'll see you next week. That was a head gum podcast.